What is good? This message is going to be so short and sweet and to the point, but it's specifically for my Divine Feminines. My Melanated Divine Feminines, it's like, please, 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 I've been kind of alluding to this. I, obviously, I'm not the originator of that thought, but, you know, um, there's a lot of conversation going on right now about how we're raising our our baby girls, right? And um, I've talked a little bit about how even some of the things that we do are performative. I, I um, was talking about a young lady. I, I'm following her on YouTube. Love her content. And you could tell, you know, getting herself together and within the verge of her going into escrow and getting a house, all of a sudden she has a boyfriend. And after she has a house, he done moved in and now he's proposed and he's just hypergamous AF and... I already know this this is not the newest um playbook that he's going by and I talked about how you know um he proposes to her and then they tell the family and so it's like the reason I'm saying that a lot of these things are even performative the whole reason of getting married um and asking for the father's hand in marriage is so that he you're making sure that your daughter is protected and provided for right that the man is the is the hunter right that he's going to take care of you and your children so it's no point in him you know proposing securing the bag taking advantage of you she has no protection okay and so here i am let's just keep it a hundred a buck fifty right i'm watching kendra g and it's, it's this one guy on here single but dating had remarks on a previous guest what I'm trying to say, and I'll probably have it in the title, is please don't take advice from black men on dating or relationships. Just please don't. It's all trash. Point blank, period. I'm listening to him. And then what's unfortunate is I'm reading the comments and you have these women who are identifying and agreeing with him. Okay? It's, it's such a tragedy. And to me, it's really messed up because I was talking about this in a previous podcast where... I have had to learn, like, even within the last six months, wanting to be pro-black, wanting to be a part of black community, and but to the point where I'm cutting and pasting everything that the men say. I don't have, you know, we talk a lot about male identified, but what about woman identified, right? I think that in the black community, we don't have our own identity outside of black men. So if a black man says, I don't need to be a... um the hunter. I need to have both of us hunting out there. You need to bring your 50-50 to the table. Don't ask me for money. Don't ask me to protect. Don't ask me to provide. And and I'm going to really put him on blast too because I really could go back and play this thing from the from the top. But he ha- he has a whole baby mama. He didn't even marry the mother of his child and he's out here in these streets talking about how it's a red flag that this woman is asking for someone generous. I actually think that she um, brought a good point considering how young that young lady was when she says she wants someone generous. Because one of the things um, I really wish I, I want to really um, hone in on on how she's talking about an attribute, right? Generosity is an attribute. So you really could have a you know, low earner who's generous, right? Who would give you the shirt off of his back, right? Um, 
And what happens a lot when you have these high earning men, right, is that they have all of what appears to be the lifestyle, but they're stingy as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't want to, you know, take care of you. They don't want to pamper you. They don't want, you know, it's just kind of like, I'm going to have sex with you. I'm going to screw the out of you. But don't ask me for money, though. But don't ask me for money. You know what I'm saying? Like, all this time when I'm watching this, it's kind of like, men, men, don't give these women money. Wait, okay, don't give her money then, though. But are you sleeping with her, though? But are you sleeping with her, though? Oh, but then now it's going to be a gold digger. Oh, she's supposed to be a prostitute. Oh. Okay, so give away the milk for free. Is that what you're saying? And and to me, it's like, I mean, Ashira said it. She's like, don't even, you know, be taking advice from men who can't even afford to be in a relationship. If you can't be in a relationship, if you can't go out there and be a hunter, if you can't go out there and... If you can't afford to have a relationship, then don't. I think that for us divine feminines, we really don't understand our power. I kid you not. For as dark as stuff was, you know, we talk about how the quote unquote twin flame journey is um, challenging. But one of the things my last ex told me, he said, I don't think you understand your power. Right? For as dark as those moments were, right? Women don't understand our power, right? Because I've already talked about it's to a point where if you don't even, if you have a certain kind of energy, you cannot breathe my air. And it's to the point where a lot of these men really are um, playing some really mind, some really effed up mind games with you because Basically, what he's saying is he should be able to get the milk for free. He has a whole baby mama out here. Oh, yeah, he wants to front and make it seem like he got her a car. Oh, that's cute. That's real cute. That's real cute. Created a, um, another broken home. He's out here dating, so we know he's, he, he's going to be, you know, probably... We can only hope. And again, we're talking about a community where these men are not even looking to marry you, right? But I, I think, let me go back to what Asher was saying, is like... These men, you know, they, they don't have, it's like you're trying to squeeze blood out of a turnip type of a thing, right? So it's not like these, these, any of these black men are able to say, you know, I'm successfully and happily married. Um, this is what it's like to take care of my wife. This is what it's like to take care of my family. This is what it means to be disciplined, to have integrity, to have morals, Right. And it's like the men with the least amount of money out here really penny scraping, but they, they will they will screw you, though. They will screw you. And, and my dad, one of the things my dad told me it was so funny, but it makes sense. And I, I hear it all the time. These are the same men who um I think was it Pretty Black Magic. I'm so glad she's back in the building. Listen, one of the. <laughs> I won't put too much of our, our community chat out there, but it's like, listen, everybody happy she's back. Cinco de Mayo. Anyways, um, I, I do believe it was her. She did a short. Um, And this guy had bought a bumper for this woman for her car. And so when she kicked him out of her house, right, he's out there with a broken leg trying to take the bumper off of the car because he paid for it. And my dad, 
has a saying. And I think that, you know, um, definitely he's a girl dad. It's something, it's a relationship that you develop, right? And I just cherish each and every more, more of the moments. And the more that we talk, the more he understands and the more he steps into his power as a girl dad, right? So he says, you know, these are the type of men that will put the juice in you and squeeze it right back out of you. And that's why I, I really have to commend the, the young lady that he's referring to because you can have money, but generosity is so important, right? Um, and, and it's one thing, you know, if, if you're talking about getting to a point where, you know, you're going to be having this person's child, you know, and or they're, they're, they're um, being their spouse, I mean, do you really want to have to grovel to be like, babe, can I go get my nails done? Babe, can I go get my hair done? Babe, I'd like to go somewhere, you know, fun or exciting. And having to, like, just go through some kind of, like, mental fuckery. Like, it's just another one that I talked about a while back. You know, um, I talked about Ty. Ty, the millionaire. Um, I unfollowed um, as soon as he posted this, but I had been following him for years. He is into, um, into Forex and, um, finally, you know, doing his thing, finally starting to make the millions in Forex and teaching people how to make it. I used to be in there in the chats in the Forex gang gang, like, you know, have my little account and getting in and out of trades and that type of thing. And I remember, like, over the course of the time that I was following him, he had his girlfriend. And, I mean, he would have condescending conversations. You know, sometimes she would call call him while he was on a live, and he would be, she'd be all kinds of bees and hoes. And he would just be irritable that she, you know, was introducing her feminine energy and calling him. And he just felt bothered that, you know, she's reaching out to him or calling him, you know, just weird. Weird as hell. Like, that's your girlfriend. But you're irritated that she's calling you, though. Weird as fuck. Whatever. So they end up breaking up. But part of it is, you know, when when they always talk about this, how you're the, the, the come up woman. Right. So now that he started to make a million dollars per whatever amount of time and he's wearing the fur coats and driving the nice cars and whatever. Now the relationship because now he's starting to he's starting to smell himself. He's starting to feel himself. He's starting to think like. There's something better out there. I can do better. And if you go and you listen to his, um, I did a podcast on this, but I went over each of the points he talks about. And um, uh, one of the things that he said, because remember, my dad told me, these are the type of men who will put the juice in you and squeeze it right out of you. Right. So this is his strategy. He says, well, what I do is now, you know, I will get a really nice car and um, she'll be a really impressed by the car. And he's like, I don't even have to take her on a, on a take her out on a date or spend a lot of money on her. Right. He says, what I'll do is I'll just call her really late at night and, and invite her to go get a milkshake at McDonald's. The fuck? McDonald's, yo, McDonald's, McDonald's. Really? And then he's like, and then after that, I can just hit. So he literally will put a milkshake in her and squeeze a TF out of her. Like, and that's it. And and you fell for the okie doke because all he did was give you a dollar 
a dollar or whatever milkshake some cholesterol some diabetes i don't even know what all ingredients are in there you know what i'm saying and all you got to do is just ride in the car no date no romance no courting no marriage Another thing that I've noticed, too, is like we've been talking about, um, there was, uh, I forget his name, because I'm kind of just going off the top. I think his name started with an A. Is it A1? But he was talking about how, you know, the unicorn, you want a unicorn that doesn't exist. And that's how you get with these type of men that you're just never good enough. And I, I've talked about how these are the most dangerous types, because... I think that it's one thing to to get pumped and dumped in one night type of a thing. It's another thing when you have these relationship people who they will sleep with you under the guise of wanting a relationship. But it's just eh, something is just not not right. And so then now they end that relationship after three to four months, after six months, and they're on to something else. And that door is always open. But let me just close out, like I said, and keep this short. I think that, to be honest, I mean, the one person that I can think of, you know, and again, some of the stuff is just superficial that would probably be eligible to give dating advice or courting advice. Because to me at this point, dating is synonymous with just having sex. Like, who are you having sex with? I think that it used to be a time when you would court for marriage, right? You would have these conversations about, do you want to get married? I want to get married. This is what I want for my children, our children, our legacy. And then you move forward. But right now, the word dating is synonymous with who are you sexing? Who are you fucking? That's 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 what, how I see it. So when he says he's out here dating, he's fucking. That's that's what it comes down to. He's not looking to get married. He's not looking to, you know, establish anything or quote unquote build with anyone. Right. Um And and so the only person I think that would be kind of the most eligible, in my humble opinion, knowing what I know now, but it's just something about it too. Every time I'm like, you know, this person could, could kind of be okay. Two weeks later, boom, never mind, not so much, right? But given what I understand now, Eric Thomas, and, and the funny thing is he doesn't even give relationship advice. I love to, when I listen to him, he's a motivational speaker, fire powerhouse dynamic, but when you hear how he talks about his wife and, you know, um, she came down with an illness. And I mean, she is his his muse. And, and the thing is, is like it was to the point where he was walking away from like lucrative contracts because he has to be home with his wife to have dinner or, or you know, like lunch or dinner and or she needs to be there with him. Right. And it's like the dedication, you know what I'm saying? Like he's seeing it through to the end to make sure that she is protected and she is provided for. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, like, don't be so quick to jump into being male identified. A lot of us are giving up our birthright, <laughs> literally giving up our birthright as a woman and we think that, oh, because he's, you know, some some people might consider him to be attractive. You know, um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm about halfway through. I don't remember him from any other shows, but it's just kind of like, why don't black women have our own identity? Which means we 
understand that we are to be protected and provided. I would say stop taking advice from these men because unless they're married, they should not be giving any advice, in my humble opinion. Right? So you listening to this guy who created a single home, you know, a single parent home, you know, didn't marry the mother of his child, right? Is going to tell other men to stay away from her. Now, mind you, that girl is single. She has a career. Like I told you, I've told you this before um, in my in my previous podcast. If, if this was somebody that wasn't black, they would be all on it. But the thing is, she's single. In my opinion, she's attractive. But y'all already know how I feel about black women. And then the other thing is, too, she has a career. So her having a career just makes her as um, unattractive AF, right? No children, right? Um, technically, in, in, a, in a real world, that would be the criteria of, of the type of woman. That's wifey material, Okay. That's why I feel material. But like I said, as I'm going to close out here, I think it's tragic because as I'm reading the comments, you have women who have given up their birthright of, of um, understanding their feminine, being feminine um, identified, woman identified. Right. So we say male identified. So, yeah, we don't have woman identified. I think that that's the kind of lens I've been looking at things through right now. Is this male identified or is this woman identified? And I can tell you that, you know, and that being said, he's entitled to have his male identified opinion. Absolutely. But I'm not gonna, no, I'm no longer gonna cut and paste male identified um, content. I'm not gonna say, well, because a man said it, I'm gonna copy and paste what he's saying. I'm gonna say, this is what I want as a woman. I want a protector, I want a provider. And like, um, as I'm wrapping up here, kudos to her because there is a, um, there's a depth to why she used the word generosity. And like I said, I have been, my, my ex before this one, this last one, he was generous. And I always laugh about it because when I found out, it's like he wasn't just generous with me. He was generous with all the ladies. You know what I'm saying? But he was so generous. I mean, he knew I liked pink. He would get me things in pink. He would just pick me up and take me out. Where do you want to go? Do you want to go here? Do you want to go there? Do you want to do this? We can do that. Whatever. Generous, right? And made me feel like a lady, but made a lot of other women feel like a lady too, right? Um, and those things are important. When I think about even my dad, I've shared with you um, several times, my dad is generous with him and with me. It would be things like he would just put some new cars on my on my Camaro for no reason, for no reason. And every time I, I call them, they're in Costa Rica right now, whatever you want, get whatever you want. Couldn't tell you how many other things that they he's just done. And if, if I've ever needed money, just always give me like an extra thousand right? He's the same way with my mom. I can't imagine what it would be like to, to have to beg. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you're going to be in a scenario. And I think that, um, it comes down to if you, if these men cannot afford to be in a relationship at the end of the day, he really shouldn't be having sex with anybody. (laughs) If you can't afford 
to be in a relationship that leads to marriage and a something long-lasting, then you really shouldn't be out here having sex because you can't afford it. And I really don't believe women should be giving up their milk for free. I just don't. Come at me, bruh, because your argument is going to be that women should give up their milk for, for free. And in the words of that one McDonald's girl, I'm not going.